Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas for $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Are you the type of person who loves to treat yourself? You know, sometimes you just want to buy yourself a coffee, a fancy coffee. Sometimes you want to get a little extra legroom on the plane. You know what I mean? So if you ever treat yourself to the top options, other places like that, then why are we settling when we're finding a doctor? I know it's easy to fall into that rut, but your health is so important. Enter ZocTalk. ZocTalk is a place where you can find and book tens of thousands of top tier doctors, all with verified patient reviews. ZocTalk is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. There's no more waiting awkwardly on hold with a receptionist. You know we hate that. And these doctors all have verified reviews from actual real patients. You can filter specifically for ones who take your insurance, which is so helpful. You can see who's located near you and who's available and who can treat basically any condition you're searching for. Plus, a typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between just 24 to 72 hours. That's it. You can even score same-day appointments. When I moved to LA years ago, I discovered ZocDoc because I was so tired of having to call all these different offices and wait. It took hours sometimes to figure out which doctor in town could help me and which one took my insurance, but not anymore with ZocDoc. I was able to find everything from a psychiatrist to a GI doctor, and I did that all through ZocDoc. And the app has only gotten better over time. I still use it. I still love it. I always recommend it to people, whether you have phone anxiety like me or not. It couldn't get easier to find a doctor with ZocDoc. Go to ZocDoc.com slash drink and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash drink. ZocDoc dot com slash drink. Christine. See, I did it again. All I ever do is (laughs) just... Stop doing that. (laughs) I can't stop it. But I did have an, an, a thing to to announce to you. I think that was my way of trying to like beat you to the punch. Um, first of all, happy February. It's just an why February. Come on, people. February. Um, happy Feb. Also, I need to tell you, we were just recording another episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we were recording it, I got I heard like someone like pounding on the door what um not on the troll hole door but on the apartment door oh i heard someone banging and i was like i don't know what that is it's probably like mail or something but it was a really aggressive bang and Uh-oh. i would have usually gotten up to open it but Chris, or uh, allison's here so she, i i didn't hear the banging anymore so i was like oh she must have gotten it apparently i got a text shortly after that which i only read just now that said uh what did it say it says you missed a visit by the fuzz Huh? The <gasps> Johnny Five O apparently what? made an appearance at the Schultz Fourth Manor today, and uh, apparently it was to ask us if we noticed anything because the other night, um, Allison and I were up until like two or three in the morning. Um, we had taken a very long nap during the day, so we ended up pulling a, a middle of the night situation, and we went out until like two in the morning. And when we were coming back, I guess someone followed us into our building and we didn't even notice, which terrifies <gasps> me. Oh my God. 
And apparently he stole like a bunch of packages. So just followed you to get inside the building, basically. Thank God. But yeah, yeah. straight up followed us Holy and, like on shit. foot. And like, because we, we live in like a, a gated apartment and I guess he must have been waiting near the gate for someone to open it up and we drove in. Oh my Lord, that's scary. Yeah, freaked I, you know, me out. I never knew what to do in those scenarios because it's like, you know they say like i remember in college they were like don't let pe- don't like hold the door for people but it's also like i'm not gonna slam it in someone's face and be like prove that you live here like i don't want to be that guy you know so it's like how do you even handle that I- that's hard uh, wow that's scary though i mean it's scary that i didn't even notice that like someone was like it could have been yeah. someone much worse and well then, i mean yeah thank god it was um, just the packages well i guess uh allison said that i couldn't come out and answer anything because i was in the middle of recording my true crime podcast and the cop was like oh well tell them that there is a burbank cold case that we just solved with genetics uh sorry is this like a fucking <laughs> the newest like hbo comedy show like comedy it's like are we murders series? in the building yeah that's the one i'm thinking i'm like am, am i selena gomez what's happening <laughs> that is um, so weird Anyway, if you wanted to look up solved Burbank cold case, apparently I mean, yeah. they just solved it, and of he was very excited for someone to talk about it. So well, I mean, I'm I'm thrilled that he was like, "Hey, guess what?" I know. I'm wondering if he's the one who solved it, and he's like, "Oh, someone should report this immediately." Yeah, ask Al what, <laughs> what his name was because I've I've already got the the article up. So uh, oh, oh, perfect. This is, okay, of great. course, just horribly sad. Uh, okay, never yikes. mind cool great mm. i mean of course it was going to be for your discretion cool. um y- yeah just fyi but uh wowza but i mean this happened in the 80s and uh oh. they put him away thank god um wow anyway yikes. that's your fun fact your february fun fact wowza well um that was quite uh, who imagine if we knew like imagine if you had a ring doorbell and like you just looked down and there was like police at the door you'd be like um i'd be i know I'd you're be telling like... a story right now christine but like <laughs> There's an there's a situation. I would have been like, thank God, I because I'm like so fearful of all that nonsense. I was like, thank God we're recording right now. Like, don't go anywhere while I answer. I feel this like I would have been like, pick up the laptop and walk over there. Yeah, I've exactly. Got, I've got it <laughs> recording. I, I want to know. Held you in front of them, and you'd be I like, I would have been like, show officer. me your badge number. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Um, wow, what what a day you're having already, Em. I know, I know. Anyway, now my like personal fear is like, what if the guy who followed us in now oh, like God. was dressed as a cop and just knocked on our door? That freaks me out. Of like, what if he's the bad guy all along? That's why you asked for his badge number. I just told you. You are right. Anyway, with that, that's the first story everyone's getting from us this <laughs> month. How the was January for you, Christine? Story. Um, it was great. We kicked off tour. It was fun. We had fun. We traveled. We had fun. It felt like. Had fun. It felt like things were really uh, back to, I don't want to say back to normal, but like, you know, back to the old grind of touring and flying and all that nonsense. Um, mm-hmm. how, how about how about you? How about me? Um, it's yeah, it feels like uh, things are kind of moving and grooving the right way. Although I will say the tour, even though the tour itself, the being on stage part was much better than i expected it to go the other parts were much worse than i expected them to go right fair point um and i had just about me and eva had the worst food poisoning we've ever had in our entire lives and honestly i think the reason our first 
show of the tour went so well like in terms of like my my fear my stage fright i didn't even have time to think about stage fright so so worried about like pooping myself in front of i'm so a, glad an audience of people you said that because putting that bacteria <laughs> in your food was a really hard decision for me to make but i figured <laughs> how else can i get m over and you know it was just collateral damage I'm, yeah, she you took know, a bite just, of mine by accident you were like i no. needed it to be realistic okay uh <laughs> it was so uh, when you said a cop showed up at your door i thought oh they're on to me but yeah, thankfully like, it was not there she that. is officer yeah, um, no, no, no. In all seriousness, they had terrible food poisoning. It was horrendous because our flight, I got picked up with a, for the airport at 5.45 a.m. Then the Uber went and picked them up at the airport. And um, M came down and said, don't speak to me. Um, and then <laughs> Eva was nowhere. And we thought, this can't be good. And so then Eva, Eva couldn't I, even make it down. Like, we were supposed to leave by, like, 5.40 in the morning. And the car came to get us at exactly 5.40. And Eva didn't even come down until 6. No, like, she was just, like, she couldn't move. That's Eva, folks. Like, you know that that's, that something's wrong. So I, Eva texts me and is like, can you come up and help me, please? And I was like, oh, my God, this is really bad. <laughs> So I go up and of course, thankfully, the guy at the front desk is like, I'm not letting you up to someone's room. And I was like, You're that's the correct answer. Thank you. But also <laughs> please call her. So he called her and she and then they, they let me up and then Eva was like, I can't close my suitcase. And I was like, yeah. Oh, <sighs> so darling. Pitiful. Oh, it was just like And she was oh about my God. to and just so everyone knows, Eva on average travels with three pieces of luggage at least. And so the fact that she couldn't even close one, but she was about to have to drag three of them through an airport. And, and then, that's like, like because of us, not like she's like high maintenance and has like a bag of shoes that she drink, brings with her. It's like all our shit, like all our bullshit. Our tour yeah, in stuff. total, we usually travel with eight to 10 pieces of luggage. It's insanity. And so, th- yeah. so we're like, I'm like, oh my God, let's get to the fucking airport. And then how are we going to even get on a plane? And Eva and I both have really like motion sickness issues. So we're on this plane and I'm like, between M and Eva and I'm like kind of glancing back and forth and we hit turbulence and I'm like I'm I'm listen Eva's gone I'm down. here I was <laughs> like it, one of us is one of you two is going down and I I mean listen I was very fortunate I was not struck down by this food poisoning um one of us needed to like go get the rental car and like you know be, and this be is where I say the, on this February Eve on this Eve of this February 1st <laughs> Christine, you really, you're the winner of January because you really handled it when we needed you the most. You, like, we were, like, we're talking about Eva a lot. That poor girl, like, the fact that, like, she still had to work backstage like, at the first show. Lot. And, like, like in between, like, answering tech questions and stuff would just, like, sprint to the bathroom. Like, just, like, I vomit. Was, yeah. I I was the opposite where at least I wasn't throwing up, but it was hurting in other ways if you catch my drift. And it was... I I really was prepared. I thought about Instacarting adult diapers to our first show. I was like, I mean, it was so miserable. And it was like, it wasn't even like it would just hit you randomly. It was like my stomach was, I was doubled over. Like you didn't hours, even get to sleep hours. because of it. So on top of it, you no, know, I, they were. I never, I never went to sleep the first, our Philly show. I hadn't slept that night because every, I had to run to the bathroom like every 10 minutes. And my goal, I was like trying to space out the intervals. intervals. I was like, just keep it together for 15 minutes. Just keep it for 15. And I think the best we got was 17 minutes, but I was, I was sick. It was a noble pursuit. Oh my God. It was so bad. And then I still felt sick for like through the whole tour. I wasn't feeling good, but Philly was a rough, rough day. Yeah. (laughs) And you really, I mean, you really did like do the good compartmentalization of, well, got 
no time to focus on get, being nervous. Let's just fucking exactly. knock I it out like, of the park. I was like, I'm not even nervous about fainting. I'm nervous about everyone witnessing like, a really awful, awful It's like that thing, thing that makes me want to scream when my stepdad used to say, like, if I'd be like, oh, my leg hurts. He's be like, you want me to hit you on the other leg? So you yeah, forget about yeah. like that bullshit. Like, that's what happened to you in real life. That's that was God being like, want me to make you have explosive <laughs> situations punch you in the guts real quick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was yeah. so foul. Like, I just I was. So I think that helped with the rest of the leg because I was like, honestly, the fact that I feel better today and I didn't pass out on the worst version of this, like maybe stays better maybe tomorrow's i mean better. you really pulled through both of you and i i just didn't even i mean there was nothing i could do i was just helpless but i i i'm so glad that it it ended as quickly as it did because eva was telling me horror stories of a friend who had some like thing for weeks and months and i was like mm -hmm. oh god i'm so glad you guys are better so you know if you're still hoping to see us soon live or you're planning to um know that <laughs> we'll at least be in better <laughs> hopefully a better place <laughs> i was literally i was so proud of myself for getting through like an hour and a half like sitting on stage and not having to rent the bathroom but i thought for <laughs> sure that was going to be the day so um yeah if you want to see me in an even better mood um you wow. can do that only up to from our here. future shows yeah. um and uh with that that's my my hope for february is that i don't have any <laughs> tummy problems like i did in january yeah let's leave the let's just say um hmm, the uh let's the leave toilet it in the, past. in the past the yeah. toilet let's leave the potty problems in the past the yeah. potty in the past yeah 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 um okay well we've got some stories to tell you guys that are much less grotesque than that um, thank you, Eva, for picking them for us. We have uh, three and three. So do you want to go first or me this time, Christine? Um, why don't you go first? The first one is written by Stephanie, who uses she, her pronouns. Thank you for normalizing pronouns, Stephanie. Um, and Stephanie's subject line is third man syndrome and the <gasps> elevator. Uh, and then in parentheses, it says, or I just realized 25 years later what I experienced. So <gasps> I'm thinking our third man syndrome episode recently gave an awakening to Stephanie. Well, That's you where I think saw the post right on Slack. This is why sometimes you really got to get in there. Cause I tag you in the things that are important. Um, Megan shared a Buzzfeed article. Did you see that? Yes, I did see that. That, that said it was uh, inspired by your episode. Yeah. And then the, the writer of the article um, DM'd me on Insta <gasps> too. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So you're really talk about awakenings, man. You are, <sighs> That struck a nerve. Apparently so, yeah. At least to two people, so I'm happy about that. Um, Stephanie says, Hello, M, Eva, Christine. My name is Stephanie, she, her, and I just started listening to episode 360 about the third man syndrome, and I immediately went, oh my god, I've experienced that. Um, and as Stephanie's writing this, Stephanie has not finished the episode yet, so immediately felt uh, the need wow. to say something to us. And Stephanie says... Rewind the clock back to 1999 or 2000. I was in college and I was visiting my friend at school since I was on break. Since this person and I are no longer friends, drama, um, I'll just call them X. Okay. Teen Schiefer. Uh-oh. Oh, uh -oh. <laughs> oh <laughs> I was thinking more like X is like your ex friend. But yes, X Teen Schiefer, I meant of course. X and I were heading back up to her dorm room and we decided to take the elevator because she was on the third or fourth floor. The elevator door started to close, so X put her hand in it to stop it. Well, it did not stop and the <gasps> outer door closed on her hand. Oh my God. That's a nightmare we, already. 
which now my also my fear too is if the door closes on your hand and the elevator thinks like we're all good to go are you gonna get pulled like your hand's gonna get ripped off oh my god yeah (sighs) okay we tried to get uh the elevator to open but it wouldn't someone ran upstairs to try to send it back down while someone else called the police and fire department a few guys tried to pry the door open with no luck and my job was to keep x calm this random guy walked around the corner though and offered to help and with his help they were able to open the door enough to get her hand out we turned to thank him and he was gone Mm. no one ever saw him she and i visited the er with only bruising and coincidentally the second time i've ridden on the back of a police car without being arrested i love that i love (laughs) the drama that you're leaving out i love this X, um, X sounds like trouble in the best way. <laughs> X sounds like you will always have a story next to X. Like some sort of connection, yeah. Uh, we always chalked it up to being her guardian angel. Listening to the podcast today made me remember this. Also, Christine, my friend perforated her eardrum with a Q-tip. And I told I, you. <laughs> trouble, and I, trouble, trouble. And I still use them to clean my ear. I'll never learn. Uh Stay safe. The irony of writing stay safe after that. Yeah, Stephanie. Uh, you too. Likewise. Uh, <laughs> P.S. Oct- so. October Scorpios are the best. And so um, I think you just wanted me to say that out loud, but I didn't yeah. mean it. I just want everyone to know I was saying what Stephanie said. And was crossing their fingers when they said that. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wowza. Okay, so we got like a uh, an, a dorm room RA uh, ghost or a... Someone. A co- a college guardian angel yeah i don't know what that is that's that's creepy um, and you know what freaks me out about the third man syndrome too is that like are they coming because if they didn't show up you would actually fucking die that's a true that's a great point like it was it really that bad of an emergency that they were like i need to stop this from happening like stop fate or stop right because i fate. In- i've been in some pretty gnarly situations and no one ever fucking showed up Mm-mm third man wise for me and i survived them so i'm like if i didn't is that when i gotta be worried like am i am i in the beginnings of crossing into a realm where i can see these people you know so yeah 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 who knows what the what the real outcome would have been that's i know horrible horrible i mean that's a nightmare to get your arm or limb stuck in an elevator door i'd be screaming i mean there there's no way i would have kept calm Elevators are one of those things where when people say they have a fear of elevators, like a phobia, I'm like, I get it. Like, I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't, but I get it. And, um, I'm mad at myself for not having one because it's it's against nature to even be in an elevator. (laughs) Yeah. Or like a fear of heights. I'm, you know, I'm like, these things make a lot of sense. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't critique them at all. I mean, Eva just texted me the other day saying apparently she had forgotten, but when she was little, she had like a debilitating fear of elevators. And she said it was because one time she ran away from her parents. I wonder if that's why she picked that story. She said one time she ran away from her parents and like, ended up on an elevator or something or that's at least what her sister said uh and that's why she thinks she had that fear for a long time oh that's so sad that is so scary yeah Uh, so you know i get it i get it no matter your resolution for the new year HelloFresh is here to help you along the way say hello fresh to your most delicious year yet with fresh ingredients and chef crafted recipes at a price you'll like delivered right to your door this time of year people tend to reassess their eating habits and i always find HelloFresh to be a great option each HelloFresh box is packed with farm fresh ingredients and everything arrives pre-portioned right to your doorstep there's less hassle and less wasted food plus there's not that boredom recipe rut you sometimes hit because HelloFresh has so many options 
options. I'm serious. You can dig into their biggest menu yet with over 45 dinner options to choose from weekly and even more market add-on items that suit any lifestyle. I genuinely laughed out loud when I saw this ad come in because I just came upstairs from cooking our last HelloFresh of the week. It was the one pan smashed black bean tacos and they are a Hall of Fame recipe. I now know why. (laughs) They're freaking delicious. So easy to make also. But Blaze and I got these adorable taco holders for Christmas from my in-laws and it felt so cool to bring a dish to the table in these beautiful taco holders we got. And I got to say, oh, I cooked this myself. So anyway, thank you, HelloFresh. I appreciate that. Go to HelloFresh.com slash drinkfree and use code drinkfree for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash drinkfree with code drinkfree. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. If you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue, then get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online course. Start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace Courses, you can create engaging content your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to www.squarespace.com drink to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Okay, so this is another submission. Oh my god! Okay, wait. This one is also called "My Own Third Man Syndrome Story." M, you're really what the hell causing a ruckus here? Okay? All right, Eva, I guess we've Eva. got ourselves we've got ourselves a theme. I think got a theme. Um, this is from Maddie. She her. It says hello to the whole ATWWD gang. My name is Maddie. She her, and I have my own third man syndrome story that still shakes me up when I think about it. When I was twelve, I was in a really bad car accident. I wasn't wearing a seatbelt. Please, everyone, wear a seatbelt. Thank you, Maddie. Mm -hmm. Please, folks. Thank you for normalizing seatbelts. Thank you. It needs to be be said. I had been thrown into the windshield, and I broke (gasps) the windshield with my face. Oh, my God. Broke my back. (gasps) Punctured a lung, cut my spleen, and had 27 stitches on the bridge of my nose and forehead. I don't know which of those was... like. In a fuck Mary kill situation with all of those injuries, all of those sounded. I don't. There's not one I would prefer over the other. All of no, those were horrible. It's all fucking terrifying. Oh my god. Oh she my god. said. Anyway, I was kind of a bloody mess, and I blacked out in the wreck. I woke Good. up in the Her, just to get, just to ignore the pain. I hope. I know just that's when our, that's oh when our bodies are like, let's not remember this part. That's um, when you're. That's when the laptop just reboots itself. It's like mm, yeah, mm-mm. the rainbow spinning wheel comes on, and you're like, cool, we're gonna just freeze. <laughs> we're overheating. It's time to it's yeah. time to be done. Yeah. <laughs> I woke up in the ditch on this secluded country road. And I was pacing back and forth crying while blood was pouring from my face. Jesus Christ. What the fuck? As I had turned around to continue my pacing, a man was suddenly standing there. And he shoved a washcloth in my face and walked away. (laughs) What an aggressive guardian angel. Like, put this on your fucking face, you (laughs) dirty, bloody monster. Don't tell anyone I was here. (laughs) 
You clean look disgusting. Up. I had to come down from heaven to clean you. <laughs> clean yourself. You're embarrassing me. They're looking at all my clients today. It's performance my review clients. day. You look so oh bad. Take this washcloth. Get it together, little girl. <laughs> I didn't think anything of it other than maybe someone had stopped to help. While I was trying to stop the bleeding in my face, I looked down and noticed my knee was also bleeding like crazy. I saw the man sitting in his truck and I walked up to him. And for some reason, when I got to him, I felt calm. And I said, excuse me, sir, do you have another washcloth for my knee? <laughs> this is wild. This feels like a fever dream because no one would ever approach a strange man in a truck at all. But I guess you're already such no, a mess. Well, that, like, you're in an emergency and yeah, he just yeah. helped you. He didn't say a word and just handed me another washcloth. And I walked away to sit on the side of the road and wait for help. Ambulance arrived and I was put in a stretcher. And while the EMT was putting my neck brace on and hooking up the oxygen. Wait, but also wait, think about her pacing back and forth. And she has broken her back, by the way. Just I literally, I've already thought, I've already what thought is about happening? it. This I'm is like, the horrific. adrenaline is out of control. It, it must be surging. Uh, okay. And hooking up the oxygen, she asked me where I got the washcloth. And I told her the man in the truck who stopped to help us. She gave me a weird look like she had no idea what I was talking about. I was admitted to the ER and was there for a few days. When I got out of the hospital, I told my parents about this man and they wanted to thank him for helping me, but I had no idea who he was. I called the people I was in the car accident with and asked if they, by chance, got his name and they were like, what are you talking about? No one was there with us. My heart sank to my stomach. I adamantly told them, you have to remember him. He was in a white shirt. It's always a white shirt, Em. All, always in white. He was in a white shirt, blue jeans, a cowboy hat, and was driving the white work truck. They both told me no one was at the scene of the accident other than the paramedics that showed up. Even 15 years later, I've asked them about it, and they still do not know what I'm talking about. I assume maybe it was some sort of guardian angel, but after listening to the episode on third man syndrome, I realized that's what it must have been. I just wanted to share my story with you all. You guys are the best, and I look forward to the episodes coming out every week. Wow. Well, I'm also, glad you're okay, Maddie. That's fucking terrifying. The way I would have saved that washcloth and like sewn it into like Proof. a little like yeah, I would have I would have kept it as like a tchotchke. I would have put it mm. somewhere and like held onto it. Like I don't know what I would have done with that thing, but there's no throwing that washcloth away. But I feel like that has to be. It, it, there's something eerie about it on either end of the spectrum because either there is a grown ass man who just watched you fly through a windshield with a broken back, a little and girl, didn't react. By the way. Yeah. Didn't react more than just give you a washcloth without saying, are you okay? Yeah. Or it's so like in that way, if he's human, that's a weird fucking behavior to have. And yeah, if agreed. it's a spirit, that's also weird. Like neither way he did there. There didn't seem to be like a, an emotional urgency for you. Yeah. The was... <laughs> only, the only thing that I guess like strikes me is that she said she was very calm in his presence. So I wonder if it mm -hmm. was more just like the, his, energy was was calming and that maybe was all he, he was like match do. my energy don't yeah don't overreact which is I, also, I mean that happened when i saw my my grandpa like i had a really oh, weird yeah. calming effect that i can still i it's still it felt so different than just being calm it felt like it was yeah. forced upon me because it was like oh you're seeing a ghost well naturally you'd freak out but people report feeling very calmed as if somebody had like washed them with calmness to like yeah. prevent them from freaking out but i also wonder like you know third man wise like you were in this terrible accident and stuff but like 
I mean, I know he handed you a washcloth, but like, was he just there to watch? <laughs> like, what was he right, doing? Like, what was the vibe? Like, was like, I mean, I guess maybe to comfort you, maybe like he somehow saved your life before the washcloth and you just didn't know. Or yeah. I don't know. It's just that's a really creepy one, though. He was like on a on alert just in case you needed him. But yeah. Anyway, do you have another washcloth for my knee, sir? As your yeah. broken back 12-year-old girl like, comes up. Do you happen, since you have a Mary Poppins bag of heaven-sent yeah. items, do you have a, an ambulance you could spot me? <laughs> <laughs> do you have, do you some have fucking... a wee bandage? Do you have a wee bandage in there for my spleen? Do you have um, morphine and, and dil- dilated and all this other have... shit, please? <laughs> this um, poor girl, man. 12 is so little. Oh, God, Maddie. I'm glad you're okay. That's all. But also, like, how cool is it that, like, maybe he, if, that also, I wonder, is the third man your guardian angel? Like, or is it just, like, a random one who, like, spotted you and, like, he was there to pay right. attention is to someone personal? else? But, or is yeah. it, like, which I feel like you talked about in the third man episode, like, is it, like, a group of beings that are just ready? Or is it, like, you're assigned to one person Like, it's almost spirit? like, are you, like, in guardian angel worlds, is mm-hmm. there, like, a department that are just, like, part of er trauma or whatever where right it's like, like car crashes or whatever yeah like they're not or yours is there, he's, but they're he's just, just like new on the job and they're like we'll give you the washcloth task and he's like what yeah. <laughs> that's it yeah and you're not allowed to speak you have no speaking role yeah i wonder like if he if he was yours in which case how cool is it that you know what your guardian angel looks like yeah or was he just like a random person on the clock as a guardian angel and he just like, happened to be and now whenever you think about, like, being safe, you think about that guy. But he was, like, just an intern. He was unpaid. You know? Like, he was, like, he's just a random no, guy and you're not yeah, actually thinking about your real guardian angels. Wow. Anyway, we do have ourselves a, an official uh, theme here. Because the third story I have for you is called Third Man Syndrome Experience, Not Clickbait. <laughs> you realize, person who said that, that immediately makes me think it's actually clickbait. Like, I, know. <laughs> I don't know why you would write that. I feel like it's like my mom, brand new to the internet, who's like, this is something you do want to see 100%. Don't question it. Sure, 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 sure. This is from Monica, who uses she, her pronouns. Thank you for normalizing pronouns. And Monica says, howdy, I was listening to M's 101 class on third man syndrome, and I think my family might have had an experience similar to it. The twist is, though, that we actually know who it was. Whoa. So this answers <gasps> my question right away. Back in 2015, my brother, uh, there's another car accident coming up. My brother swerved to dodge a car that didn't look before turning left on the road he was on. And his car ended up sideways in a drainage ditch with the passenger side to the ground and him stuck seated at an angle in his chair by the seatbelt. Jesus Christ. In parentheses, wear your seatbelts. Yeah. Thank you for normalizing seatbelts. Oh, they put that too? Yeah. Okay, this uh, is making me nervous now, folks. I don't like when I, things like this keep repeating. So please put your fucking seatbelt on. Okay. If there's a th- and if there's a third one that happens in this episode, put your fucking seatbelt. Everyone just, just don't get in a no, car today. I don't need just, a third one. Do it now. <laughs> just buy a seatbelt and click it onto your office chair. <laughs> According to him, his he felt arms around the seat and hold and someone holding him close when he jerked the wheel. And until the car came to a complete stop. So as soon as the accident was beginning, he felt someone hold him. Like almost holding, like restraining him. Like like cradling him before the wow. actual rest of the accident happened. Wow. His only injury was his knee due to his long ass legs hitting the interior of the door. 
um, someone else ended up calling emergency services. And my brother, ironically, uh, had just started volunteering as an EMT. <laughs> oh, no. So he ended up calling He's like, our hey, mom. Rob. It's <laughs> not EMT. It's like, EMT Brad. It's us again. <laughs> EMT Brad. So he ended up calling our mom, who weirdly already had the phone in her hand about to call him herself, despite it being six in the morning. <gasps> Weird. Moms always know. They know. You see, she had just woken up in a panic because of a dream she had uh, of our dad or, or our late grandpa coming to her and telling her, don't worry, I've got him. Of her dad? Of her dad, their late grandpa. <gasps> So she had just dreamt her dad at six in the morning saying, don't worry, I've got him. And then seconds later, he called to say, I'm in a car accident. Holy shit. While she's holding the phone. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I literally like the goose cam is out of control today. Um, I'm 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 camming. That was I will that also one's say super. Creepy. Imagine like I'd be like, dad, what the fuck? Got him from what? Saved him from what? Like the, the panic of like, don't worry, like, I got him. You're like, from what? I'd be like, but how powerful are you? Because could you have just prevented this altogether? Like, why did we have to do this? <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. I man. guess not. I guess not. Uh, I like how even like guardian angels, who I consider like nearly God level, right, like, like in like terms spiritual. of power, right? I'm like how. How can you only get an alarm after the fact? Like, you aren't even told something's about to happen? I don't know how it works. I don't know. Um, at least that time, it was clear what the fuck he was talking about. A similar thing happened again in 2019, where he appeared to my mom again and dropped, oh she's okay, before disappearing. <gasps> this guy uh, is really just loves to fucking leave people hanging. He loves a cliffhanger, you know? He, this is literally me as a ghost where I'm still desperate to like be in the limelight for you a second. You just want the I'm drama. Like, yeah, I know you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I was traveling. So in context, I was traveling in New Orleans at the time and got a call from my mom saying, are you okay? And turns out I was third on the list of people mom called frantically trying to oh. figure out who the hell he meant with uh, she's okay. I like how your own kid is third on the list. Um <laughs> true uh my theory and the one we stuck with was he met my cousin's grandma on their dad's side who had died three days before so he only oh, came wow. back to say she's doing okay okay i think he was coming down to let us all know she made it over all right in the most unhelpfully helpful way that he could right so like you're just <laughs> causing some drama at this point <clears throat> so wow. yes that's the the story of a possible third man syndrome experience and a mini bonus grandpa story I have others to write in that I have personally experienced, some backed by my mom years later, but that's all for now, folks. Can't wait to see what y'all have cooked up for 2024, Monica. Wow. Hmm. Wow. I, wow, I, wow, It's wow. like, Grandpa, just, can you add two or three more clarifying words? Like, like just say, like, the name. Give me a can name. Can you say Betty's okay? You know? Yeah. Like, wh yeah. Why, the, why the vagueness of it? Uh, also, like, if, if you're able to do it for Betty, you better be doing it for every other person who dies in this family. Also that. I wonder, yeah. What if you can't do it for, like, the person you're really worried about on the other side? But you can do it for Betty, who, like, it's never weird. even brought good food to Thanksgiving. You it, know? Like, <laughs> it, like, makes you wonder, like, what how what their scope is like what, how far can they yeah 
It's like they're, I feel like they're all kind of standing in front of like a Monsters Inc. door and only when the light turns red above the door <laughs> right. can they enter to give you some random news and they're just picking whatever's relevant at the time. But they're like, the okay, doors, I have five seconds. Yeah. I had five seconds on this exact day. So what could I possibly have to tell You're you? Like, I and guess then they so-and-so's just... cousin died. I guess I'll update them on that. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. 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 <laughs> wow. Anyway, thank you, Monica. Okay, so this one is called, oh my lord. Well, we are taking quite a 180. Um, this one is called, my first martini was bought by a hired hitman. <laughs> okay, was the hitman the third man? I don't understand. Uh, uh, <laughs> maybe a- We had a theme, and now Eva said, That's how about classic. actually fuck it? <laughs> classic Eva. She said, oh, you found a theme? Well, how's this? I to- absolutely. Let's see. This is from Leah. She, her. It says, hello, my favorite babies. Hello. And Eva. My name is Leah. You recently asked for true crime stories, so I figured I would finally contribute considering I feel like y'all are my friends. Also, I wrote this draft up in what had to be 2019 or 2020, so leave it to me to finally get the guts to send this in 2024. Wow, that is is a long, it's like four or five years. A while. I moved to Texas from North Carolina in 2011, the year of my 21st birthday. That's the year of your 21st birthday. That's the truth. I think. Yeah. That was my 19th. Oh, that's the year of Blaze's 21st birthday. Okay. (laughs) I'm not good at math. I like how I went, that's the truth. You were like, yes. And everyone was like, wait, what? (laughs) Oh, God. No, I turned 19 that year. Okay. Well. Good year, by the way. Great year. 2011. I, uh, I had a terrible time. Okay. 19 was one of my favorite years. Congratulations. Um, I moved to Texas from North Carolina in 2011, the year of my 21st birthday. So naturally, that entire year consisted of me trying every bar in town. One of the bars in town was a martini bar. I love a martini bar. And of course, 21-year-old Leah needed to try this out. While I was sitting at the bar with my friend, an older man sitting a seat or so down overheard us discussing that it was our first time there. He introduced himself, small talk, suggested some martinis, and then bought our first martini. No big deal. In the following summer, oh my god, so literally that's the extent of their interaction. This is just crazy. Oh, already. okay, you just bought them a martini. That's... Just and said, like, have a nice night, you know. In the following summer of 2012, there was a doctor murdered in a neighboring city. Long story short, there's a whole ABC 2020 episode about this particular story. It's called A Last Dance in Texas and aired in 2016. I also just found out there was a Dateline episode as well. He was a victim of a love triangle gone wrong. His girlfriend's former boyfriend, also a doctor, was jealous of her moving on. Actually, quite sure I remember this. Really? Episode. I'm I. I don't know. There's a lot of love triangles. I might be confusing with a different one. <laughs> At some point, the triangles become like big ass rhombuses, or like yeah, just they, big rhombuses floating around. I don't know. They anymore. just web into a big geometric <laughs> something. A beautiful yeah piece of art. So. <laughs> Uh, his girlfriend's former boyfriend, also doctor, was jealous of her moving on and actually hired someone to kill the new boyfriend. Mm. The hired hitman was paid three silver bars and given a box of expensive Cuban cigars in return for killing her new boyfriend. Pawn shop records show that he had cashed silver bars the day after the murder. Not very smooth. Mm -mm. It totaled out to not even be eight grand. Of course, being in the city that the jealous ex had hired and hired hitman were from mugshots were all over the news and i recognized the dumb hitman as none other than the man who had bought me my first martini wow <laughs> that is so crazy that is crazy 
That's Holy also shit. the fact that um, killing someone does like I the idea of paying someone eight thousand dollars for that kind of crime is like not fucking worth it to me. Like I'm yeah I'm I don't know what the price would be, but certainly if I found out I was getting killed for only less than eight grand, I'd be um M, it wasn't even eight grand. It was fucking silver bars and like and what are cigars. you gonna do with that? What are you gonna do with silver bars except go to a pawn shop and then you're caught immediately? Like like. The the idea, if I found out that was the price that someone paid to kill me, I'd be like, I thought I was fucking worth more that's than that. That's embarrassing. Yeah, that's it's... that's rough. Um, also, but I wonder if the guy said like, oh, these silver bars are worth like two hundred grand. You know, well, like sure. you don't, like we don't know if he like fucking talked it up or. But also, like I, I this experience at the Martini Bar must have been one hell of an experience because I would never remember the face of somebody I had a two second interaction with a year ago. If I saw them on TV today. Well, I mean, it said that they talked for a bit. I don't think it was like a two second mm. thing. I mean, let's That's see. Right, they it's... did the small talk thing. Yeah. An older man. Um, he introduced himself. We small talked. He suggested some martinis and then he bought us our first martini. Okay. So, so maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I imagine. I was about was to probably... be really impressed with her memory. Maybe he was just had that kind of a face where you're like, Man, I know that guy. This fucking guy um, looks like a hitman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this guy looks like a martini man. That's cr- this guy looks like he smokes Cuban cigars uh, in this <laughs> martini bar. It actually does kind of match. Um, so it turns out that in the 2020 episode, they said that the martini bar was where they would meet up and discuss their murder plans. So oh, this shut up! Oh, literally my God. frequented this place as a hitman. Holy shit. She said, I already knew it was him, but after watching that episode, it definitely confirmed it. Yeah. So now there's like no doubt anymore. Get this. The hitman confessed to killing him for the silver bars to the cops on video. However, once put on the stand, denied he was hired and claimed it was all his decision. What? What? So so he was threatened into like, he was threatened into silence about someone else wanted him to do it. He just decided to do it. Hired and claimed it was all say who was denied he was hired and claimed it was all his like all his own decision i feel like he got threatened like the the guy who hired him was like i know people in jail who will hurt you you have to make it like get me off of their note off their trail and just say that you did it and i'll make sure you're safe in jail when you go wow okay i see what you're saying so he claimed this was all my idea don't worry i wasn't hired by anybody and then this is what what leah says next so, said Dum Dum, who bought my drink and killed the innocent doctor, is in prison for life now with no chance of parole. And then she says, so there's that. I really never was scared of the hitman. I just find it crazy that I've actually met a murderer. He is a mm-hmm. dumb murderer, but hey, it's something. Thanks for being my friends to listen to at work, as well as during the 24-hour trip I take back and forth from Texas to North Carolina. I've been Oof. listening since 2017, our birth oh my year. Gosh beautiful and i feel like i've watched your friendship blossom give geo judy moonshine and lemon some love from me wow god wow (laughs) that's very sweet i that and also like it's one thing to like know a murderer but to know someone theoretically before they'd ever murdered is even its own weirdness of like oh i knew you before i needed to be worried or like if i looked back i should have maybe i should have noticed something I don't That's know. true because it happened, she said, the year after. But it makes uh-huh. you wonder, like, maybe he's been doing, if he was a hired hitman, I wonder if this is just. Right, 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 right. I wonder if it's his first time. I don't know. 
maybe yeah it makes you wonder like how many did you get away with and like did you were you at that martini bar discussing a hit as you ordered my drink from me oh yeah what was he doing there yeah yikes all right our next one you could not be more right christine we have fully shifted things because this this subject line is toilet exorcism Um, (laughs) i thought we were leaving potty problems in the past no uh so this is uh patty who uses she her pronouns thank you for normalizing pronouns and patty says ahoy hoy eva and crew okay that's a new one ahoy hoy ahoy hoy that's what it says wow okay it says it ahoy hoy ahoy hoy uh you know what (laughs) (laughs) 10 out of 10 for originality because we've done this quite a long time and that's, that's a, a new first. one yeah my name is patty and i have a pseudo spooky story for you last week my best friend's mom gave me three weed brownies that she had baked herself yes. friday night i decided to have some but wasn't thinking and i ate the whole fucking no, brownie no is there not come on i was feeling pretty good for a little bit and then my vision started to get dark <gasps> and i realized i needed to throw up i ran to the bathroom threw the seat up puked my guts out at this point it's hitting me hard i had been texting a friend and i couldn't even focus on the screen when i tried to message her back i'm continuing to vomit and i just shut my eyes for a minute and this is where it gets very scary for me when i open them i'm looking at my puke and i see a small pentagram rotating slowly in the toilet girl (laughs) you're tripping you are tripping balls eva's like that sounds like what happened to me at the the radisson last week (laughs) i know i thought i said that we were done with the gruesome stories but never mind yeah 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 okay so you see a pentagram rotating slowly in the toilet made out of vomit oh my god I'm frozen with fear, and the only thing I can think to do is close my eyes and hope that it goes away. I eventually muster the courage to open my eyes, and there's a fucking goat head swirling around the bar. What? <laughs> Obviously, the best course of action was to close my eyes and open and hope his demonic ass would go- be gone when I opened them again. While I'm resting over the bowl with my eyes squeezed shut, I start thinking that maybe I was possessed and I vomited up a demon and that's why he's in my toilet bowl. Oh, girlfriend. Oh, my God. Then my paranoid ass starts to worry that having just had my toilet exorcism, I'm now more susceptible to an alien abduction. This What what fucking brownie recipe is this? (laughs) Also, like, I'm going to call your mother-in-law or whoever this is and be like, she's on the blacklist. There's no more brownies for her. I feel like you, you know what? she made some potent fu- she made sure you were gonna have a good time and you took it too fucking far with I was your gonna say, big, a good time or just a, a time a time indeed so i can't imagine tripping that hard it i'm now susceptible horrifying. to an alien abduction i'm in full panic mode that i'm going to open my eyes and there will be a little group of grays well, standing there, in my there bathroom is now watch- because you're literally creating it it's horrible <laughs> it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy you're like i hope i don't see that well of course now you're gonna see it oh god I'm in full panic mode that I'm going to open my eyes and there will be a little group of greys standing in my bathroom watching me violently toss my cookies. One more time, I summon the mental strength to open my eyes, absolutely bracing for the worst. And to my pleasant surprise, I'm alone in the bathroom and I have a brilliant idea. If I just flush the puke, the demon will be gone. I get that. Like all the energy from this experience is out of out of reach. Sure. I reach up and flush and then lean back against the wall with vomit on my face, absolutely cackling at my own genius. Like, she, this, this is a mad She's like, somewhere. I've done it. <laughs> this is your villain origin story. Girl. Um, 
Anyway, I threw up for another hour or so before I started to feel human again, and I finally showered and then ate three quarters of a loaf of jalapeno cheddar focaccia bread and (gasps) fell asleep. Oh, that sounds good. Please feel free to forward this to the Vatican's Department of Exorcisms for further evaluation. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to read this and for making such a wonderful show. Much love, Patty. P.S. Weed is legal where I live, uh, if that's important for y'all not to get in trouble. Well, it's very nice oh, of you well. to think of, but it sounds like you're still a little paranoid from the trip, my friend. But yeah, don't worry. I appreciate uh, it. Yeah, I appreciate um, Patty, it as well. What Patty, the fuck? Okay. But, um, you need like a hot compress, cold compress, therapy, a hug, and a trophy. <laughs> like, hey, maybe that <laughs> oh cowboy. This should be a third man cowboy with a washcloth for you also maybe I the feel goat like head was could've... patty's third man maybe <laughs> not to make you more paranoid that like now your guardian angel is literally flushed down the toilet baphomet baphomet or whatever um i well you know you know the story right of my brother's um uh over weed overdose or whatever it's like really similar patty you need to listen to i forget i think it was a it's a Beach Too Sandy episode. I think we, it was the one where we got high and read reviews and it was a, a crazy episode, but um, he, at one time, I'll just briefly sum it up, but I think Patty, you and Alexander have a lot to discuss. He, on his birthday, took an edible and then was like, ah, oh, I don't, I barely feel it, you know, and then took another mm-hmm. one, of course, which is how these things happen. And um, he came downstairs and he's like there's something wrong with me and i was like oh no oh no and so it turns out he was tripping so hard he thought he was in purgatory (laughs) like he literally believed he was trapped in purgatory and so he's like and he was in his bed and he's like i couldn't move i couldn't feel my arms i couldn't move my body i thought i was in purgatory i like you know, we went to Catholic school. You can see why why this would have come up. But uh-huh. uh, I want to I want to do a little study here, Patty. Like, did you also grow up in the Catholic Church? Because it sounds like there's a lot of similarity here. But you definitely some, have a lot of shame around the occult in some way. There's something like, happening. That's... Yeah, oh subconsciously. Um, but yeah, so he thought he was in purgatory. It was a whole thing. And then eventually he finally made his way to me and I was like, oh, no. And, like, at that point, I had never smoked weed in my life, really. So I didn't have any clue what I was doing. So I started Googling, like, how to come down off of a high, you know, like a bad high. And so the first link I found was Willie Nelson's advice. And I was like, well, he must know, you know. So I'm like, okay, obviously. So I'm like, Billiam, help me. Okay. So I clicked (laughs) the link for Willie Nelson's page or what a quote. And it says, oh, you need to eat black pepper. And I'm like, okay. So I'm like, Alexander, lay in my bed. I put him in my bed. Blaze was at work, of course. Uh, And I'm like, lay in my bed. Don't move. I'm going to go get pepper. And he's like, okay. And he thought, okay, he tells it now. And he's like, Christine went downstairs. And he's like, and to me, she was gone for hours. He was like... (laughs) She just never came back. And then like hours later, she appeared. And I'm like, I literally ran as fast as I could, whipped open the kitchen cabinet, grabbed the pepper of like a Trader Joe's like pepper grinder and ran upstairs. And then I had a bowl and I started like cracking pepper into it. And I was like, eat this. (laughs) So stupid. Anyway, it was like a terrible birthday for him. Um, And... It was really scary because I was like, Alexander, I don't know how to help you. Like, I literally ran out downstairs for like a minute and a half and he thought I was gone for hours. I was like, oh, God, this is so scary, Um, which is another reason it took me many years to even try weed again. I was like, I don't think so. Um, 
but in the end uh he i ended up getting him back to bed and like he went to bed and i was like whoa that was dramatic and then that night i went to brush my teeth and my bathroom is just covered in vomit <laughs> Like when I had gone downstairs, I guess for that like two minutes, he just like puked all over the place, and then he went back and laid down. And he's he to this day is like I have no memory of that. Like he's like I'm, it must have been me, obviously, but he's like I don't I don't remember puking. But like I just went to brush my teeth and I was like, what the fuck? Like he vomited everywhere. Anyway, I'm sorry that this is such a body fluid heavy episode, but uh, I just I couldn't get away from the similarities of like seeing a pentagram, thinking you're in you know uh purgatory and only willie willie nelson can save only you. willie nelson can help you god anyway sorry that was such a long rant but wowza no um, you're good we've got one last one and it's um it, is it okay is it my one it's yours okay i think we've all been there where you try to fit everything you think you need for a trip only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams where you're like sitting on it or standing on it and crushing everything inside but don't worry now, I'm going to tell you about base. And with base, there is room for everything. If you need 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip, no problem. You can't decide between a few pairs of shoes, that's usually me. Bring them all with base. Base was created by actress Shay Mitchell to make sleek and affordable bags, luggage, and accessories designed to help you travel effortlessly while still looking fashionable. Base has thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. I'm not kidding. 360 degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, which by the way is a game changer, built in weight indicator, I mean, come on, even washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need to keep organized. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors. Eva has a very cute orange base weekender bag. It is so stinking adorable and it really stands out and it looks very chic also and it's perfect for shorter trips um, I have the weekender and I love that you can put your shoes underneath um, it saves me so much space because usually the shoes are what take up all the space in my bag but you can put the shoes underneath and then the whole top is yours for the taking clothes underwear makeup etc I love that thing right now base is offering listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash drink go to basetravel.com slash drink for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash drink. Daylight saving time is starting up again. It may feel like there are more hours in the day, but if you're hiring, it doesn't necessarily help you find qualified candidates any sooner. There's only one way to do that, ZipRecruiter. Right now you can try it for free at ziprecruiter.com slash drink. ZipRecruiter works around the clock to find qualified candidates for you. Once you post your job on ZipRecruiter, they send it to 100-plus job sites so you reach more of the right people. ZipRecruiter's smart technology also quickly scans thousands of resumes to identify people whose skills and experience match your job. Spring forward with a new hiring partner, ZipRecruiter, and find top talent sooner. See why 4 out of 5 employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash drink. Once again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash drink. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Here it is. It's called In the Spirit of Valentine's Day. Oh, that, oh right. This is probably our most romantic episode ever. That's why we talked about conception at some point. Oh, wait. That was that was not in this episode. Uh, oh, that was not even. <laughs> Let's no, talk we about just it. talked no. <laughs> a lot about puke. <laughs> just vomit. That's all. A um, lot of puke. Very, very. I'm sorry for the folks who have like a phobia of that. I clearly, it's too late now. We've I, ruined I really your day. thought that all my talking about me was well, I did all we were going to get. I didn't and know it, how it really wasn't. I want to say I did not say it. M said it when M said, "Oh, this is the worst you'll hear." 
I thought I thought that was true. I didn't know it was going to be challenged so intensely. I almost said, I like so you think or something, mm-hmm. but I was like, well, obviously that's just a joke. But apparently it was not. Um, okay, sorry. Let's read this. This is the last one. In the spirit of Valentine's Day, hi, I'm Christine and crew. I've been listening to the podcast for close to four years as I made my way through college and on to my first job. As I caught up on recent episodes, I was surprised to hear you mentioned Galena. Oh, my Ugh. God. We just, just talked about Galena in our that. last episode where we talked about conception. Where we talked about our most romantic episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, Galena, Illinois, considering it is less than an hour from my childhood home where my story today originates. A truly beautiful area if you ever consider moving. I mean, I am considering. I've looked at that Zillow. Galena does have my heart, so. I'm ready. It was around 7 p.m. at night, and my brother and I were home alone at the farmhouse after my parents left for a Valentine's Day date. We have a noisy home that creaks and groans with the changing weather, same, so most of the time we don't associate the sounds with ghosts. With the freedom of an empty house, my brother and I decided to blast rock band on the Wii. Oh, yeah. Love it. Remember those days? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's some of the best all- days of my life. <laughs> I'm really going to say, yeah, that that's a good memory. I was always on drums, and he played the guitar. I love that. That clarity, thank you. Uh, oh, by the way, this sorry, this is from Miranda, she, her. I haven't even said that yet. Um, okay, as we rocked out to Don't Stop Believin', we both heard a loud clang in the kitchen. We looked at each other with wide eyes, confirming we both had heard this sound. We promptly paused the game, listening for more, when the sound of banging pans and dragging chairs sounded again. Oh, my God. The, that's not good. The TV room was two rooms away from the kitchen, and since run-ins with ghosts weren't unheard of with my siblings, we jumped up and ran to the kitchen to see what caused the commotion. Ew! Okay. What? The chairs were pushed perfectly up to the table, making me think the chairs had been pulled out and then pushed back in, and the cabinet Ugh. doors to the pots and pans were all wide open. Poltergeist. Absolutely Forget not. It. A Galena poltergeist. Get out of here. I love that terrified my brother and i ran out of the house and took cover in the woods nearby yeah if the woods are are less scary than your house that's you've got a problem you're saying something yeah terrified my brother and i ran out of the house and took cover in the woods nearby certain that anything that lurked in the woods was less frightening than what was in the house after about 30 minutes of shivering we thought that our only alternative was to go back inside grab a lighter and start a fire outside i feel like you've you're you're turning into a boxcar child you're like well i was gonna say like what survival show do you think you're on all of a sudden (laughs) it's like the time my mom lost me and my brother in the grocery store and like i told him we were orphans now because i was like this is our life (laughs) And like, Can you imagine I, if you told him that while he was in the middle of thinking li- he was in purgatory? <laughs> I literally <laughs> scarred him for life as a four-year-old. I think that would have just put him over the edge. Um, yeah, so I love this. They're like, we live out here now, you know. Um, <laughs> it's just such catastrophic thinking. I love it. Okay. Uh, but We decided to go grab a lighter and start a fire outside until our parents came back. We made our way back to the house and went to the front door that led into the kitchen where we had exited after the commotion. I tried to open the door, but to my surprise, it was locked. Uh Uh-oh. Considering Mm. it was a deadbolt, the only way to lock the door was with a key or by locking it from the inside. And the key was nowhere to be found. Even though we were still scared, we needed that lighter, so we walked around the house until we found a single unlocked window. We crawled through, grabbed a lighter, and fled. We waited by our fire. Okay, so you actually know how to make a fire. I would have been like, I'll yeah, start it sounds a fire. like you're on top of it. <laughs> yeah, I would have like set the woods on fire by mistake, so I'm glad you knew what you were doing. I've been like, I'll do it. And then a goat um, head starts floating around you. Yeah. Like, yeah, it <laughs> well, could get really bad go. really quick. 
here we go again. Uh, we waited by the fire until my parents came home and told them the story. I wasn't sure if they believed it at the time, but today I'm certain they did. They just didn't want to frighten us by confirming it. This house has been in my family since the 1800s, so I'd like to believe it was just my ancestors trying to get us to turn off the loud rock and roll music. <laughs> I love Fair. that. You're like singing Journey and they're like, enough. Okay. <laughs> Or maybe just tidying up the kitchen. Who knows? I've had plenty of supernatural occurrences in the house from footsteps behind me, figures in the windows, a ghost kitten, and more. Oh. But I never felt threatened. And over the years, they've bothered me less. I think a protective supernatural energy clings to the house. Thank you so much for everything you do on And That's Why We Drink. You spread awareness about a lot of hard issues with understanding and comedy. I hope you Aww. have a great Valentine's Day. Sincerely, Miranda. Aww. Wow. That's really That's kind, lovely. Miranda. I am interested in this ghost kitten, but none of the others. I know. Um, I, I know. You know, what would you do if one day you and Blaze are gone, knowing what your house is capable of? And <laughs> Leona says that, like, she locked herself out of the house willingly because of some creepy ghost stuff. Do you confirm it or be like, oh, that's silly and just try to no, hide No, no. I mean, I know I would never, like, dismiss it. I'd probably just be like, tell me exactly in detail what happened. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know. I mean, I think I would try to get to the bottom of it and hopefully find something that explains it. You know, like I feel like it's moments like that where you you have to teach her like to say out loud, like, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, right. Like to set personal boundaries, which I would teach anyway, like for 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 the true crime side. Yeah. So, yeah, 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 yeah I. I I don't know, Em. I mean, I'll find out, I guess. I have a feeling you will at some point. As you say. (laughs) Oh, well, thank you, Miranda, for our Valentine's Day wish. That's very lovely. Uh, Are you doing anything for Valentine's Day, Christine? Um, Yeah, I think Blaze and I are just going out for a romantic dinner on a new rooftop restaurant that opened near us. Nice. Uh, What are you up to? I don't know. I I already asked Allison to be my Valentine. And... (gasps) That's so sweet. What did she say? I was wondering what she'd come up with because I thought she'd have some real asshole wit about her. I thought something slick was going to come out, but she just said yes. That was very nice. Oh, hooray. So I don't know what we're going to do, but I feel like I've now put pressure on myself by asking at all. So I guess I I have to do something. Like the asshole who didn't ask Blaze to be my Valentine, I just kind of took it for granted. I found this card that was... um, it was, I'll have to take a picture and send it to you, but it was all the, it was like the code that teenagers would use back in the olden Victorian days. And it was like based on how the stamp is on the, your card on your envelope. Are you it serious? Was like, it was like flirting code, I guess. And that's real? I, apparently. And <gasps> so that was, um, I found a card that actually just listed what all the code words meant. And so I made her a card and put the stamp in the That's right so spot. That's so sweet. I've never heard of that. That sounds like a deep dive for tonight. I tell you what. Yeah. <laughs> and so I love uh, that shit. Anyway, so that was my, that's how I Victorian asked her. Victorian stamp placement romance. Flirtation guide. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Bye, cruel world. <laughs> I have plans. Hello, rabbit hole. <laughs> Hello, um, dark black hole that i will fall into tonight so i i made the card uh i put the stamp the right place and asked her but then i didn't get any further than that so now i'm gonna have to go make a reservation somewhere i think so uh, yeah you know what anyway. i said oh we're going to this nice rooftop bar and then i was like wait a second i tried to get a reservation and they were like 
9 30 p.m okay and i was like oh no i'm tired by then so i should probably look for another nice rooftop he's gonna hear this yeah. go what rooftop and we'll be like no i meant this arby's is what i meant it's actually yeah. your rooftop at, on your it's house my rooftop blaze it's your yeah. rooftop get up there and clean the gutters you yeah. could you could do a little candlelit <laughs> thing on your roof on your on your top balcony thing oh the balcony i was like how do i get up there yeah okay balcony let's do nice. that yeah 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 okay well Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. I hope you have a sweetheart if you want one. And if you don't, whatever. Be your own I'm sweetheart. Here for, I'm here for the taken. No? Yeah. Oh, you hear that? You Appar- were, I thought you were offering us up. So I was like, all right, we'll be your Valentine. And then we'll be your sweethearts. Of- and also, Christine apparently needs a reservation to a rooftop bar. So if you've got one, she's in. Um, Help me. <laughs> and I guess we'll see you with the more listeners' stories that you can submit to our website. Oh, yeah. And that's how we get access to them. Um you can come to our live shows. We're back on tour. Uh, and otherwise, we'll, you'll catch another listeners episode from us on March 1st. What are we celebrating then? St. Patty's Day? St. Patty's, I guess. I, we're in. That's why we drink. We got It's going to be green beer. Dr- All right. Something. Yeah. 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 All See right. And that's why we drink. <laughs>